Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the pod. People talking about this topic. And it's kind of come up a lot recently, which is kind of weird. Just masculinity and dating and cultural changes. And I just wanted to give my opinion on it. Because I have a lot of thoughts as somebody who sees people. I don't know. I think like when it comes to dating, I always went out with a lot of different people because I saw value in that. And even if somebody was really weird or if the date didn't go well, I still saw value in the experience itself. And I think a lot of people don't date like this, which makes sense. You're getting to a certain age when you're like 30s and you're like ready to kind of find somebody and all your friends are getting married. Then it gets to a point where you're like, okay. I want a relationship. Why am I not in one? Blah, blah, blah. So I get that you're trying to find, you know, your person or whatever. But but I think that people don't talk about the cultural changes that have happened in the last few years that have made it harder to date right now. And people, I think people are in general struggling to date a lot of people and you know there's studies that less people are having sex less people are getting married and I think it's really easy to blame somebody or be like oh just men all suck these days or whatever like that that's a common thing I hear is like men suck all the guys I meet on dating apps suck blah 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 blah. and maybe it's just like complaining like maybe women are just annoyed but I've kind of been to it further and put my thoughts together about this because, you know, there is cultural change happening and economic and, you know, the world is just a really different place right now than it's been previously. I mean, we went through a pandemic for fucking sake. So, and I think my my big thing that I'm seeing is I just think everybody's doing things later in life. Everyone's buying houses later in life. Everybody's living longer. Everybody's getting married and having kids later. Like, I just think really what's happening is everything's being pushed to later in life. And then there are the people that are still like getting married really young. And then a lot of them have gotten divorced. Like everyone I've, not everyone, but a lot of people I know who have gotten before the age of 25, they're already divorced. You know, so, and I think that because we're living longer and because we're struggling more than maybe our parents did at this age to like buy a house and buy a car and do things like that, everything's just being pushed off. So I think these cultural and economic changes happening in the world are affecting our dating and relationships. And that's why there's a lot of single people. Um, You know, in general, things are more expensive now. School, houses, cars, like people have a bunch of student loan debt and the baby boomers are getting older and most of them are, if, you know, if you're around my age, 20s to 30s, your parents are baby boomers or getting older and the burden of taking care of them kind of falls to us 
and we don't have a house so you know I don't have a guest room for my mom to stay in if she gets sick or hurt or anything like that happens um I don't even have a fucking car like I don't own anything right now so if my mom got sick or hurt or whatever I'd have to like figure my shit out and buy some try to buy something but I don't really have you know I'm just getting to the point where I'm like saving for that and most people are not buying until they're in their 30s or well in their 30s just because economically we can't right now and we're struggling to pay off our student loan debt and we're struggling to pay for our parents and help them um and so this just means in general that we as young people are not really thriving and it's funny because I'll hear my parents talk about it and I'm like oh my dad already owned a house at this point my he was making good money and my mom was like doing well like everything was different and part of it is on us because we definitely do spend more money on like experiences and travel and like our friends are all over the place so we have to pay for flights and things like that we're definitely spending more money like going out to eat and doing stuff like that which is also a cultural change. But also there's the economic change that is really affecting us negatively. So that has kind of been a bummer. And then on top of that, boys are college less and graduating college less. And even though there are men, still men running all this, you know, there's still mostly men running all the big companies and more men more CEOs are men, we now have more women graduating college and becoming successful and working and having their own careers. And rich families are still sending their boys to college and pushing them through and making them graduate. But this, there's a lot of this middle-class group of boys that are kind of falling off and struggling to do so while middle-class girls are still doing it. And I think part of it is just their... Part of it is what we set, we've set up for women. We definitely have like all these groups and outreach and social, both social and emotional support for women to go to college and push them through it. And, you know, which we've needed in the past, like we definitely, and even now, like we're still making less money, but we, we've needed these groups to kind of lift women up and get them into college and equal out that pay gap, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the infra- the infrastructure is kind of crumbling for this middle class group of boys of young men um and we all know that like boys develop slower like they st- they seem to have more problems in school in general and like whether this is social like whether we taught them this and we teach them that their behavior is out there or whether it's like a little biological, maybe like having more testosterone just makes you a little wacky, you know, I get it. Like if you're, if we were in the wild and you have more testosterone and you're meant to like run around and learn how to hunt with your dad, then like, yeah, like you are not going to be used to sitting in a classroom all day, you know? And I think people in general, like it's all pretty hard for us to do that even as women, but it does seem like there's more of a difficulty for little boys and it could just be that little boys are taught that like you can do hard stuff you can jump on stuff and kick ass and you got to be like fighting and scrappy and I don't know I don't know what the fuck men are taught I have no I have no boyfriends and I only have two boy cousins and they're so far younger than me I have no idea but 
Um, yeah, like I just so this anyways, this whole social and cultural change that's happening and economic change is affecting our dating and relationships. And with girls graduating from college more and kind of working in their careers, it means that there's like more quote unquote viable women and less viable men. Women are on the come up and men are not, you know, women are doing better than their moms were doing. You know, my mom was a stay at home mom, so I'm financially more independent than my mom was. And men are not. Men are not making as much money as my as their dads. And we're not making as much money as our dads, most likely. Like in general, millennials are not making as much money as their parents. But I do think that there's more of like this social and visual aspect to it of like, oh, I see my mom and she didn't she was a stay at home mom. And look at me like I'm independent and I could have kids and like afford to live and be this like strong woman versus like if you're a boy, you're probably looking to your dad. And if he's like making a good salary and making good money and then you're like struggling to even get through college, there's something to be said about that. I do think the Internet has negatively affected us all, but women have always been told like you're emotional have good best friends like lean on each other blah 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 and boys 110 percent were not allowed to have emotions for years and years and years and even now like i'm not a high school boy but i have to assume even now there is some of that where like you can be emotional but only in a very specific way um and obviously it depends on the kid in the high school and the environment they're in but generally speaking The internet is a really mean place and it's not affecting us. You know, we're being negatively affected by it. More people, all the people I know who are not on social media, they're pretty much men. And I think it's because they they don't have the space to handle those negative emotions and then go to like a group of people and be like, oh, I'm valued and this is good for me. Like, and I have support here. So whatever is online doesn't matter, you know. And anecdotally, more people I know who are boys dropped out of college, you know, and struggled in college a lot more. Um, so I do think on top of the, I wouldn't call it a downfall, but the, the educational and economic slowing of men and then the social media that is negatively affecting all of us and women rising through education, it means that there is this like quote unquote gap in the dating world and dating is so different in general like we're on dating apps we're post me too and post a pandemic so in general everybody's a little more like we're just learning how to navigate this world of like how do we be flirty but also respectful how do we be and realistically in my mind I'm like it shouldn't be that fucking hard but I also can recognize that like there's something hot about a man who kind of takes charge. So like how does a man take charge and also be respectful? And I think that could be some that could be anxiety inducing, you know. I could see how men wouldn't feel as confident to go up to a woman at a, at a bar if he doesn't want to like you know, he's just like, oh, I don't want to offend her. I don't want to piss her off. So it's better to just like chill by myself with, or with my friends. And just post pandemic in general, people are kind of testy. So, you know, we were inside. Everyone's a little more anxious and then everyone's a little more testy. So right now in general, it's probably really hard to date. 
and it's affecting people immensely like a lot of people I know a lot of women I know are single and do want boyfriends and want to date and it's just a struggle right now and I think women do have more of this social emotional support and we probably you know talk loneliness or worked on it more during the pandemic versus men maybe have not you know especially young men like it's different when you're maybe like older and you're you have kids and you're you have like a dad group or something or like if you're somebody in AA you know then maybe you have a group but for those people who have not had any kind of like social grouping I think it is easier for people who are like a part of teams or like were in sports in college like there is a bond there or like the the military guys like they talk about the shit they've seen overseas and war things like that but I think if you're not a part of those things it's harder for you to have like that support system and even as a woman like I definitely you know working remotely and just living with my partner and not really having a reason to go out into the world I have struggled more with my mental and emotional health health but my sister's a therapist so like I very much have a sisters to talk to but also if I talk to Taylor and I'm like blah 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 blah, like she's very much like oh yeah go to therapy like get help and I have that ability and like no one's gonna say oh you're a pussy because you're going to therapy you know and people don't really say that as much anymore but still like that is what we grew up thinking like we grew up thinking like you're weak you know you're weak if you're a boy and you have emotions and if you cry you're a pussy and blah 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 and it's toxic for sure but it's still in our mindsets so I'm not asking women to feel sorry for men and I'm not trying to sound like a meninist or whatever. I don't even know. Like, I'm not trying to sound like a, oh, poor men, but I do think men don't feel value in society right now. Jared Freed, the comedian, always says this. He's like, back in the day, we used to like go out and catch a fucking bear and eat it. And that was like our value. Like we could show our masculinity and our manliness by like protecting people physically. And, you know, that was helpful during our like caveman days and he's like now there's fucking nothing except for money and if we're not successful or financially making a lot then there's no value we have no value and there is something to be said about that like if now we as women are making a lot of money what do men have to bring to the table and my boyfriend Thomas says this he's like literally what do we have to bring if you can have your own kids if you're maternal and good with kids if you're making your own money, if you have a career, if you're educated, like, what do I bring to the table? And for me, it's like partnership. It's like we are in this together. Like when I am struggling, you are there. And when you're struggling, I'm there. And it is like a true, true, true partnership. And I would value that. I value that above everything, you know, just having people in my life to rely on Because we're not all going to be doing okay at all times, you know. But look at the Mindy Kalings in the world who are rich, who have their own houses, who have their own babies via sperm donor or whatever. And she's just like independently living. So now we used to have to live in tribes to survive. And then it became like a two person thing. 
because you could have your kids and, and move on with your life. But now it's one person. One person can have a house, have a car, have money, have a career and have kids. And realistically, she's not doing it alone. She has nannies or friends or whatever. But kind of, she's kind of doing it alone, you know? And it's not a family unit and it's not, it's definitely not like, oh, the grandparents and the cousins and then the aunties and the whatever are all helping out. And this is very like rich person thing to do. And I think that can be a struggle, but I get it because like Mindy Kaling's like, oh, well, I can do all this on my own. And why would I like have a man come into my life and make things harder and make my decisions harder and you know, et cetera, et cetera. And historically, like even if men were making a shit ton of money and and like buying houses and like they wouldn't have paid a surrogate to have their kid, you know, they wouldn't just have a kid on their own. So they still needed or wanted women and they were willing to like, quote unquote, go down in that they would date somebody who made less money than them or who was less career wise successful than them. But now women are really not willing to do that. I talk to women all the time and I'm like, oh, like, what are you looking for in a man? Maybe I know somebody, blah, blah, blah. And I like tons of women I know have said like, oh, well, he needs to like this certain amount of money or he needs to like look a certain way or have a certain job or whatever, which I get having standards is important, but there is this disproportionate thing going on because I always say men are willing to date bitchy, terrible women, like great men. Great men will marry terrible women, whether it's just because they're hot or whether because they think they're going to be a good mom or whatever the reason. They'll marry somebody who, who sucks. And women who are very successful and great and awesome will not marry a guy like that. So shitty women are dating and marrying great guys and shitty men can't marry great women. So there is like a disconnect here. And not to say that it's an even amount of shitty men and women, like I don't know, but I do think that, and it's not even shitty, like women, women nowadays are really not willing to date people who are quote unquote below them. And when I say below them, I mean like making less financially, didn't go to college, you know, they're not looking for a guy to just be their kid's dad. They're looking for a guy who they're still, cause, cause we were taught, we were taught to like find a man that like makes good money and has a good job and is successful. Like my mom constantly is like, I just want a guy who can take care of you guys. Like my parents say that. And I'm like, we don't need to be taken care of. We're adults who make our own money. We like, I'm not looking for somebody to take care of me. I'm looking for a partner. But because we were taught this, many of us, even though we can take care of ourselves, we're still looking for somebody to take care of us. And we're not looking to take care of a, a man because we're like, why would we do that? Why? Like no one really wants to take care of somebody else. That's a lot of pressure and burden. But men did. Men were like, I'm the man. I need to take care of women, blah, blah, blah. So now that men might be struggling or or in general, they might just be like, fuck it. College is expensive. I don't want to go. Like, I truly know people who would never date somebody that didn't go to college. And I'm like, what? I mean, my two first boyfriends didn't go to college and they were incredible people. 
do I think we would have worked out long term? No, but that's not that's because of other reasons. My first boyfriend, like he's a firefighter now. He, I'm sure, makes good money and is like living a very happy life in New Orleans. And I'm sure he's doing great and happy. And I'm glad, you know, we didn't work out for because we were like 19, you know, like it could have been timing maybe later in life or whatever. But realistically, we just had like a lot of differences and and but like we dated for two years and it was incredible and I fell in love and I was very happy, you know. So I think a lot of us just don't value people. And we value what they can bring or what they do. And for years, men valued women for their baby making and their ability to be a mother. And they just assumed, oh, you're a what? You're a woman. Like you can be a mom and you can make a baby and you can be maternal and be a good mom. Not necessarily true. And then for years and years and years, we valued men for making the money and buying the houses and doing all the financial shit. But shit has changed. Culture's changed. The world's a different place now, you know? So we need to change our mindset along with it. And it's just like in the movie, How to Be Single. If you've seen that movie, it's incredible. If you haven't seen that movie, go watch it. It's very, very funny. And it's just like one of my favorite movies. And it's very like feel goody, but I just love it. It's a good movie. And in that movie, the older sister is a doctor and she delivers babies. She's a Obi-Ghani, I guess. And she's an Obi-Ghani and she like starts it's leslie man who does it so she's very funny but she starts to like look at these babies and be like you're not that cute i don't want one of you but for whatever reason you know she starts to want a baby and so she decides to get sperm donor and she has her own baby and as she's pregnant she just she's not showing it she starts to date this guy who is like very goofy dad vibes like lovable very puppy dog vibes I can't remember his real name, Jake something. I don't know, but he's very cute, puppy dog energy. And long story short, he finds out she's pregnant and he's like gung-ho about it and wants to be a dad and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, this isn't your baby. What the heck? And in the end, it resolves and he comes to the like hospital when she has the baby and they like date and he's the dad or whatever. And he said all he wants in his life is to be a stay-at-home dad. And all she wants is to like have a career, but she wants a baby too. So just like men for years and years and years have wanted a career but wanted kids too so and like and obviously to her that guy brought value because he was willing to be the emotional paternal dad that she needed her kid to have you know and I just think that a lot of women have this idea of like what men's value is and it's not it's not in the like paternal kid having space. And and the thing is, even if you don't want kids, that's fine. But like, you should still value your partner. And in my mind, it should just be value as a person. Like I value, even if Thomas wasn't a PT, if he lost his doctorate, I don't know how that would happen, but whatever. If he like couldn't practice and he lost his job and he was just living on my couch, like eventually I'd be annoyed because I'd be like, okay, we need to like, I can't support the both of us. But if I could, actually, I guess if I didn't have kids and I was just supporting somebody, I'd be kind of annoyed. 
unless they were like making beautiful art or something. But in general, like we, you just, if he lost his job, if we had kids and he lost his job and was just like, oh, I'm going to be a stay at home dad and I could afford it, then that's great. Like I want somebody who can be a partner to me. But I know that for me, I have a little bit of like financial insecurity where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can make enough. So I'd rather both of us be making money so that we can like get ahead in that way financially. But I know that like I know that in a partner, I want somebody I don't want somebody who makes more than me necessarily. Like I want us both to make money as much money as we can so we can just be popping off. You know, I can't imagine a world where I would make a shit ton of money and be like, oh, we're chilling. But if I felt financially secure and I was making a lot of money, like, sure, like stay home with the kids, make art, do lovely things. That'd be awesome. I'd stay home with the kids. Fuck it. I don't want to work anymore. You know? But it's because I value my partner and I value Thomas as a human more than just like what he can bring to me in my relationship and my self-fulfillment, you know? And I think a lot of us are looking for partners out of self-fulfillment and that's like not what it should be. Like it should be like you want to have fun, you want to enjoy this person, you want to like find, you want to like, you value them and they bring something to your life, but it shouldn't be like in selfish goals, I guess. And even if you are like, even if you're like, all I want in life is like a husband and a kid and like, I just really want a partner and blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But you have to be willing. I think the problem is we just like aren't willing to. We like have gotten money and we're succeeding now. So like we almost don't see the value in men. And there's a lot of people that are like, men ain't shit. That's been for years since the 2000s, maybe even earlier. Men ain't shit. I don't need a man. I'm a strong, independent woman. All this energy of like, men ain't shit comes through. And eventually men start to think they ain't shit. And women start to think that. And we start to all believe it, you know? And then there's the Andrew Tates of the world say like, oh, women think you're shit. So you should hate women. and that's so bad. That's so toxic. That's why there's these incel groups because they feel no self-worth and they feel like women are the enemy. And it's not good. It's really not good. We need emotional and social support for boys at a young age. I praise what my sister does because she works with kids and she teaches them CBT techniques and DPT stuff and blah, 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 whatever. But I'm like, that's incredible. Like every kid should learn that in school at a young age. We all need to learn how to deal with our emotional stuff. And we all need social support. Like the biggest factor of longevity is friendship. Like people have more friends and our social live longer. And it's like, yeah, you have shit to do. Like you're hanging with your people. You have people to take care of, you know, you're like living your life. So you're not ready to die or whatever. But anyways, I'm going on a tangent, but I just think women need to change their perspective on men. Like all actually just all of us. All of us need to switch our perspective on men and on value and on and in general on what what we value in ourselves and other people because this is not like you don't have a partner and kids for your own self-actualization, you know? You have a partner and kids because you or I mean there are a couple of different reasons of course but like 
for me, I just like really love children. Like I think teenagers and kids are so great and fun. And like, I would, I love the idea of a family unit and it's not because I need fulfillment. It's not like, Oh, I need kids to like make my life. It's just like, Oh, I love family. I think it's like a nice thing. And my family's fucked, you know? And like, I've seen a lot of fucked up families and divorce and, and addiction and all this shit. But I'm like, I want to create a comfortable space. Like I want to adopt kids. I want to, I want community. And I think family is part of that, you know? And there's a lot of different reasons people have kids and date people but I just think if you go into a date and you're like I'm here to get a man because it's the next step and I'm like no but if you actually want a partner then go into it looking for a partner like what do you need from a partner do you need do you need somebody who's financially making a lot of money because those are few and far between in general and the problem also is that those guys might not be looking for women who are like us you know the men who are making a shit ton of a shit ton of money might just want a hot young girl who doesn't have a job you know so i think that those men have a lot of options now because people see that they went to people see that they went to like brown or harvard or yale and they're like ooh, and then they see that they make a lot of money and they're like fuck yeah this is what i want but those men do have a lot of options and they've done like studies on dating apps and stuff that show that like women of all different jobs and life statuses get way more swipes than men do men don't get like any swipes unless they have like i went to harvard or i have this job or whatever or they're super hot so the men who are average, like I think I'm like an average woman. I have an average job and I, you know, I make decent money. I went to a good school, but like I'm of average middle class or whatever. Um, I like myself, you know, I think I'm funny. I think I have things to bring to the table, but I think people like me, like I would get a lot of swipes versus average men don't necessarily get all those swipes and it's funny I could see it even in the dating apps before because I would go out with guys if they even like because you know you never know online you know if I got even an inkling that could they could be nice or funny or like if I liked their responses even if I wasn't attracted to them I would go out with them and my mom always said if anybody asked me I pretty much go out with them unless they were crazy or like seemed creepy or something but yeah, I'd go out with, I wouldn't go out with any guy that asked me, but I'd go out with the guys that like were made a plan and were like, let's meet here. Let's go. And some of them were really awful. Like I would have never dated them, but they were kind people. And I found that I had valuable conversation and I learned, you know, and it maybe it was a really, really awkward date and it really went bad. But even that like is a valuable time. Like to me, that's valuable time spent because I connected with another person on this planet and hopefully like they have a good idea of me. And realistically, like it's just one night to connect with somebody. And I get if you spend all day talking to people, it's hard to push yourself to do that more and if it goes poorly you're just like eh what a waste of time but I'm like oh like funny conversation like the more life you live the more good and bad that happens to you the more you have to talk about with people and the more you know you can joke about with your friends and stuff you know 
the more shitty dates you go on, the more you can be like filling in your married best friend who is bored out of her mind and wants to hear all the tea, you know, the dating tea. So I just think the perspective needs to change. We need to like figure out what we value in men and we need to change some of that perspective because I can be honest and say that yeah if Thomas like quit his job and just was like I'm just gonna be a stay-at-home dad or like a stay-at-home guy like I don't we don't even have a dad we don't have kids or anything I think I would be I don't know if I'd be okay with that but I attribute that to like financials like I don't think I financially make enough money for us to be comfortably living like that but if I was a millionaire like if I was making a shit ton of money, I think as long as we like openly communicated and like we didn't make huge purchases without like speaking to each other and things like that, I think there is a dynamic there that like money provides. But if he was like making incredible music and cooking and doing these other things, like th- this goes back to just in general, like if people are not productive, the culture that we've grown up in in the U.S. says like we're not valuable and I'm still fighting that to say like oh we are valuable without being productive but to me that's not attractive like if he was making incredible music and cooking and doing all this cool stuff like I would be jealous honestly like I would I would like that and that would still be attractive but if he was just sitting on the couch and like fucking around and playing video games all day then like that's not attractive to me because he's not even bettering himself as a person like for me it's always like bettering like our partnerships should like we should be growing and bettering ourselves and like that's just my own personal goals so I want my partner to also be that way but that's the thing is like if that is my standard if I just want somebody who's like communicative and always willing to better themselves and willing to grow and you know that is pretty much my baseline and I thankfully have found a really awesome partner who is who has goals both career wise and personally. And he and I share that where we're constantly trying to push ourselves to be better, both in our careers, in our personal lives, in our fitness journeys, in our hobbies. And that's what I value. So when I look at Thomas and I'm like, oh, I love you. I'm like, I love you because of the partnership we've created and just the person that you are in your soul, you know? And I love that he helps me be a better person, you know? So if I'm, if I'm making a shit ton of money, I don't need a guy that went to like Harvard and makes a shit ton of money and is like a hedge fund dude. I need a guy that is going to help me be the best person that I can be and who brings value to the world. And most people some sort of value, even Andrew Tate, this is going to get me Well, if I had anybody listening, people would be very upset. But even Andrew Tate has value. And if the value is only that he is making us realize that men are not okay and that teenage boys are not okay and need help, you know what? That's enough for me for him to be alive and bring some sort of value. Does he need to be like corrupting teenagers and does he need like this needs to be shut down of course i'm not saying we should keep him around i'm just saying there is some sort of value that he's brought to the world and i'm not saying date a fucking andrew tate and i'm not saying 
like i'm not even saying that the world would be worse without him like the world would probably be a, probably be a better place without him and we would probably notice boys are not okay because of all the other things going on all the shootings and the violence and the, all that shit like clearly men are not okay they haven't been okay forever for like years and years and years you know we should have known that when columbine happened like oh these boys are not okay what's going on and part of it is i'm sure that just white men have not had to deal with and white women even like we have not had to deal with the bullshit of like the world just not treating you fairly and the world just being a difficult place to live in and this is middle upper class white people okay I get that there's a lot of poor white people that struggle, but generally speaking, like we haven't had to have, have to deal with this like unfair thing. And so now that it's kind of equalizing a bit, it's harder for people to deal with, which is again, not a no poor me thing, but I get why they would be struggling because we don't have anything set up for them to deal with their emotions and deal with, Oh, like, financially I'm struggling and in school I'm struggling like I don't know what to do and they don't have anyone to talk to about that stuff you know so and I get it like as women we don't want to be your caretaker you know we don't want to financially take care of you and then on top of it emotionally and socially support everything you do and that is why for me it's all about like a partnership I'm not looking for somebody who's like incredibly rich and perfect and amazing in every way i'm looking for somebody who can balance me out and some if we're like high strung successful career women we just need somebody to balance us you know it is interesting i just heard a story about one of our friend's sisters is getting a divorce because she slept with the ceo of her company And she's like very high up in the company, but she's trying to like become the COO or some top position. So she and she, I guess, has admittedly said she's trying to sleep her way to the top or whatever. Maybe not in those words, but she is not attracted to this man and she is just trying to like get ahead. And her husband found out and they're getting a divorce. And her husband is a stay at home dad and he gave up his finance job to be a stay-at-home dad, to help support her in her career. And that just shows, like, this specific woman does not value men. She values getting ahead. She doesn't value these people in general. She's all about the success. And you know what? One day she probably will become the CEO and run the business or whatever. And she's going to realize, like, it doesn't fix all the shit that's going on inside of her. And this is like my problem is like we're chasing this shit. We're chasing the success, the success and the fame and the fortune and whatever. And it's not going to give us worth. And the only thing we can do to get worth is to do things that we feel are worthy and valuable. So what is worthy and valuable to you? And do that for yourself and find that in a partner. And don't listen to what society is because, of course, society, a capitalist society is going to tell you work harder, make more money. You need to buy more shit because that's how they make money. That's how people at the top make money. So they're going to tell us we need to work harder for them and we need to buy more shit from them. But in reality, what do you value? You know, what do you value in life? 
if it means if you love laughing like if that is your be all end all value if somebody makes you laugh you fucking love it you you think they bring you so much value then date a fucking comedian or date a guy that's really funny and he doesn't need to be the hottest guy and he doesn't need to be the richest guy you know so my advice not that anyone's asking for it my advice to single women out there is to actually think about what you need in a partner and not what you want and not what society tells you you should have and not what your friends have like truly sit down and be like what do i value what's going to make me happy in the most genuine way you know and figure that out because i'm finding more and more often the women that I know that are single are highly successful in their careers and they're struggling to date. And I think it's because they honestly don't get the value of a regular guy. And the reality is there is value there. You're just not seeing it. And I'm not even saying date down. Like, fi- like do whatever the fuck you want. But the reality is also men or having a partner pushes you to be better in general. Me having a partner as a woman, even like Thomas pushes me to be a better person and try harder at things like I am doing fucking box jumps now and getting in the gym multiple days a week because of my partner. And then there's the whole trap of people being like, I can change them. That's not what I'm saying. Don't do that because that's the other end of the spectrum. But there is a middle ground, you know, there is some potential in these men and you have to see what they actually give you now and what that value is and then if there is some potential on top of it that's the middle ground baby you know don't take a fucking schmuck and try to change him but also don't expect to have richest hottest guy on the planet because that schmuck also has issues going on too it's a different he's just trying to like fulfill his void with money and sex and jobs and careers and cars and whatever else you know so this was a very long tangent Long story short, I think that we need to get our perspectives altered a bit. And I don't know. I personally think all types of people have value to this world. And I always liked, I liked men who didn't go to college. And I liked men who were different from me because it just brought different things into my life, you know? And even now, PTs, ew, like touching bodies all day, disgusting. The healthcare system, horrible. But Thomas has brought a lot of value with his knowledge, you know? And I loved it. I loved learning about HVAC work and construction and whatever the fuck else people I dated did, you know? But I obviously see people very differently than other people. And maybe that's why it was easier for me to find a partner. I just, I dated whoever because I was like, oh, I'm going to learn something from them. Unless they were like an absolute piece of shit, okay? Then like, yeah, don't try to like make a murderer your boyfriend. And if he's a fucking sociopath, avoid. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe I sound like a jackass. I don't think I do, but I just have a lot of girlfriends that are like, all men suck. And I'm like, that just can't be true. That literally can't be true. They're just not okay, you know? And we're post-pandemic, so of course they're not going to fucking be okay. I'm not okay. I couldn't go. I used to drink and go up to people at bars and hang out. And even now when I'm drinking or drunk, like, I don't talk to anybody. And I used to talk to absolute strangers. I used to make fun of their shoes and and talk shit and say crazy things and make people laugh. And now I, I can't do it at all, even if I'm drunk. So I don't know. Some of it is just giving people time to, like, 
heal from the pandemic, you know? But if you're single and you're listening to this, I love you. I hope that this helped in some way. I hope that you do a little digging into yourself and you maybe see that giving that guy a second chance or giving him a second date or going out with that guy that you may not really think would be a good fit. Like sometimes it's what you need, but not what you want, you know? And if you're open to it, sometimes things just fall into place. So I would, I dare you to take a chance. And if you're not single, uh, hug your partner, boyfriend or girlfriend and value your friends. And I don't know. Anyways, I love you. I hope you are all living your best dating or relationship lives. And I hope you're just happy, you know, be happy. Have a good week or weekend. I love you. Bye.